Good morning, everybody. It's Thursday, the 21st of January, and it's Hugging Day. Well, maybe Fist Bump Day. And a big happy birthday to Martin Shaw, Billy Ocean, Gina Davis, and Emma Bunton. Yesterday saw the end of the Donald Trump presidency and the beginning of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris's term as president and vice president of the USA. On the same Capitol steps where rioters stood two weeks before, Kamala Harris became the first woman to hold the position of vice president. Repeat after me. I, Kamala Davy Harris, do solemnly swear. Kamala Davy Harris, solemnly swear. That I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. That I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Then it was Joe's turn. I, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr., do solemnly swear. That I will faithfully execute that I will faithfully execute the office of President of the United States office of President of the United States and will to the best of my ability will to the best of my ability preserve, protect and defend preserve, protect and defend the Constitution of the United States the Constitution of the United States so help you God so help me God congratulations Mr. Thank President After they were sworn in, it was time for Joe's big speech, and it was totally different to Donald Trump's American carnage four years ago. It started with a simple promise of a return to normality. I give you my word. I will always level with you. I will defend the Constitution. I'll defend our democracy. I'll defend America. Then he turned his attention to some of the big items on the agenda. A cry for racial justice some 400 years in the making, moves us. The dream of justice for all will be deferred no longer. A cry for survival comes from planet itself. A cry that can't be any more desperate or any more clear. And now, a rise of political extremism, white supremacy, domestic terrorism, that we must confront and we will defeat. And finally, a call for unity. We can join forces, stop the shouting and lower the temperature. For without unity, there is no peace, only bitterness and fury. No progress, only exhausting outrage. It was another grim day in the UK's battle with COVID-19 with a further 38,905 new cases announced and another record number of deaths at 1,820. Boris spoke frankly and says there's more to come. These figures are appalling and of course they, uh, it, we think of the, the suffering that uh, each one of those uh, deaths represents to their, to their family, to their, to their friends and there will be more to, to come. Because what we're seeing is the the result of the wave of the uh, of the new variant. Chief Scientific Advisor Sir Patrick Vallance told Sky News that the pressure on the NHS at the moment is intense. It's very difficult. It may not look like it when you go for a walk in the park, but when you go into a hospital, this is very very bad at the moment with enormous pressure, and in some cases, you know, looks like a war zone in terms of the things that people are having to deal with. 
Priti Patel didn't have a great day at the office yesterday. She's still battling over an issue with the National Crime Database, which may mean that 400,000 crime records have disappeared, as she kind of explained to Piers Morgan. Just to clarify, you haven't found it them yet? It takes time. We haven't found them right now. Okay. Wow. So you've lost 400,000 crime records. Okay, data. but just to, just to be... Just, this is on one system. Let me just be I clear. understand, but you've lost fingerprints, DNA and arrest records for 400,000 people. Many people would we think... We don't know that they are lost. Well, we know that you don't know where they are, do you? Then, remarks she made about closing the UK's borders in March to Tory donors sparked a row in the Commons, with Keir Starmer putting Boris under pressure. Why did the Prime Minister overall the Home Secretary? Mr Speaker, I think it was uh, last March that the Right Honourable Gentleman, along with uh, many others, was actually saying that we didn't need uh, to close borders. But as, as usual, uh, Captain Hindsight has, has changed his tune to suit uh, events. Still to come on the Smart 7, more from the Biden-Harris inauguration, including an incredible poem. Both Man United and Man City played last night against Fulham and Aston Villa, respectively, and both Manchester clubs won. The three points was enough to put Man United back on top of the table, and manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was delighted, but says he's not thinking about winning in the Premier League yet. We're not really thinking about this. We've just got to go one game at a time and keep everyone healthy and fresh and then see where we are. It's such a unpredictable season anyway. For the rest of the reaction and more on Man City's game, check out our Delhi Sports News podcast, The Sports 7. As Inauguration Day turned into first actual day in work day, Joe Biden signed off on 17 executive orders, overturning a lot of Donald Trump's legacy issues. There was also a first press briefing from the new press secretary, Jen Psaki, and then America watched an inauguration special featuring Tom Hanks, John Legend, Katy Perry and more. Kamala Harris also spoke on this historic day. Good evening. It is my honour to be here, to stand on the shoulders of those who came before, to speak tonight as your vice president. In many ways, this moment embodies our character as a nation. It demonstrates who we are. Even in dark times, we not only dream, we do. The moment of the day belonged to Amanda Gorman, who at only 22 is the youngest poet laureate ever to speak at an inauguration. She wrote the poem The Hill We Climb the night after the Capitol riots, and she stunned the crowd with her eloquent words. We will rebuild, reconcile and recover in every known nook of our nation, in every corner called our country. Our people diverse and beautiful will emerge battered and beautiful. When day comes, we step out of the shade of flame and unafraid the new dawn blooms as we free it for there is always light if only we're brave enough to see it if only we're brave enough to be it This has been The Smart 7. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow at 7. Please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on Alexa.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.